Hello and welcome to the first edition of the Top Bin Podcast. My name is Rusmir Salabik, and um, I am alone on this podcast. Most of the time I will be alone. If I can get a special guest, that will be great for some episodes, but it's mostly just going to be me. Hope you guys don't get annoyed of me, essentially, in, um, in like two episodes, because then... My podcast would be really sad, and I would be talking to nobody. Anyways, <clears throat> we know the top in soccer, football, soccer slash football related. And um, I just want to delve straight into the weekend's action. I'm recording this on Sunday, March 1st, the evening of Sunday, March 1st. Um, I don't know when you're hearing it, but yeah, it should go up on Monday morning, I think. And so, um... If you are watching this in the morning, good morning. If you're watching it at night, um, have a good night's sleep, I guess, and have a good dream. So, I'll get straight into Watford versus Liverpool. Liverpool have just lost their unbeaten run. And um, it now means that they're not going to do what Arsenal, Arsenal's 2003-2004 team did with Arsene Wenger at the helm. And... A lot of, I've seen on Twitter, some posts about Arsene Wenger tactically sending Danny Welbeck to Watford so that he could stop a team from going unbeaten. And, I mean, some people have been like, whoa, that's crazy, whoa. First of all, how is Arsene Wenger going to know? Second of all, Danny Welbeck didn't play in the game. But that has nothing to do with Ismail Asar, Chordini, the rest of the Watford squad take nothing away from them. They played a great game, take everything away from Liverpool, take everything away from Dejan Lovren, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, they were probably the two worst performers of the day. Um, and I think that people are taking too much away from Liverpool. You know, they're still, they're still 22 points clear, nine games left. Nine games, you can get 27 points. Is City going to get 27 points? Is are they gonna get twenty two out of a possible twenty seven? They won the League Cup, but that was against Aston Villa. And if you take a look at the rest of their fixtures, I'm pretty sure that they do still have some big games left in the season. I'm pretty sure they play Chelsea very soon. Maybe even Tottenham. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Probably am. Probably talking absolute honk. But um, yeah. I mean, Liverpool's gonna win the league. There's no doubt about it. Being a Dortmund fan, my favorite team in the Premier League is Leicester. I like Leicester. Um, it's been a pretty bizarre season, but I take nothing away from Liverpool. Um, take nothing away from the club. I only take away everything from Dejan Lovren because you come in for a one game when Joe when you don't have Joe Gomez and Joel Matip, and you're thinking, well, it, 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 I I can do it for one game. Comes in, and messes the whole invincible season up. And I just I, and I just can't can't get my head around how it was basically one center back one player. It, it, I mean that's kind of how it looks because he hasn't played like at all other than this game, which is um very 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 odd. And this is also Liverpool's players. If you watch the game or the highlights, you'll see that they played a bit sluggish and they played like they were tired. And <clears throat> what this does to your confidence in your next um, 
next Premier League game, the next Premier League game, if that's another loss, then I, I, I think I can safely say that they will not be beating Atletico at Anfield next Tuesday. Because you need at least a 2-1-0 uh, win would take it extra time. Win by two goals would uh, take it, uh, uh, give Liverpool the win. And then, but you're playing against a team that's so defensive. But on the counterattack, they do have Correa or Lamar. Either of those players, pretty pacey. And then you have a creative Saul in the middle. Uh, they have a pretty strong defense with uh, Gimenez and I forgot the name of the Brazilian fullback, but um, yeah, they and and Yano blocking goal. He's like a brick wall, so the defense is pretty hard to get through. And on the counterattack, they can be a good side with target men like Morata, Diego Costa. So the next Premier League game, is, I think, is gonna have a huge impact on how Liverpool does um, against Atletico, and if they do get knocked out, then. I mean, it's probably going to go to Barcelona, I think, or Real Madrid or Juve, one of those three, if Liverpool drops. Moving on to the next topic, I want to talk about something that I don't think has been questioned enough, something that we really need to bring up ahead of this, ahead of this year, because there's been some big talk, and I think that this is a topic we need to relate to more. Soccer in the United States, professionally, with the MLS, with the national team. The women's national team's fine. Don't change anything. Don't tinker anything. They have the She Believes Cup um, coming up. So I think that um, I think that we'll, we'll just see how they do. If, if they're mixed into this problem, then it's, it's just a whole mess. MLS and the U.S. men's national team. Neither of them are really thriving. Um, if I'm being honest, it it almost looks like the side that went into the 2018 World Cup qualifiers is stronger than what we're going to have for 2022. Because, I mean, first of all, losing to Canada, I mean, that, that, that's got to be, that's got to be, or like, first time in years. The U.S. lost to Canada in the Nations League. I mean, in the Nations League, was it the Nations League Gold Cup? They lost to <clears throat> Mexico, and um, and honestly, in that game, all they had was just little counterattacking chances, maybe sparks from Pulisic or Jordan Morris. And Jordan Morris, if I'm being honest with you, he can pop up sometimes, but he's not going to be a consistent performer. And the national team need to do something with their youth setup. They need to just find a system and a coach that works with them, that works for them, and then um, I think we'll be good. But I don't think, I mean, obviously the MLS needs some improvements. What I will say is this season does look enticing. You have Inter-Miami coming in. You have Nashville SC coming in. You're going to have Austin FC, new expansion team, San Antonio FC, uh, and teams from St. Louis and Charlotte, I believe, that are coming in. Um in future seasons. And it's um it's it's going to be exciting to see how this uh, pans out. First thing I'm going to say is that the MLS needs some promotion relegation system with the NASL and the USL because it's just 
I mean, buying into the league, expanding the league. Not a. If I was a businessman, then I, obviously you would wish that every single league in the world did this, because then it would just be money everywhere. But this isn't a market. This is a sport. And I think that there needs to be... If you do good in one of the lower leagues, why isn't there that that um achievement? That 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 like struggle, that thrive, th- that achievement of getting into the MLS like it is from the EFL championship to the Premier League. So many non-league clubs in England, they d- dream of one day getting promoted up, promoted up, promoting up to League 2, League 1, the championship and maybe even one day the Premier League. Maybe one day the Champions League, maybe one day the Europa League. And I think that CONCACAF as a whole, Mexico's good, other than they split their seasons into two. Don't know why they did that. USA, we we have to change something because MLS, it's just not going to be entertaining if there's no promotion. The NASL and the USLL, USL, championship won't get as many views if there's no promotion thriving because MLS fans will go and watch that and they want to see who their club (coughs) could be replaced by who their club could be playing next season and who could be an actual contender like we saw Wolves come up from the championship and already be a European football contender could we see an NASL team be like that in MLS where they're already a playoffs contender there's just a lot of stuff that needs to be fixed about the U.S. Soccer Federation Hopefully it does get fixed soon. Finally, I touched upon it a little with the Liverpool-Watford situation. The UEFA Champions League. And um, I think I'm going to go straight in with Liverpool and Atleti. Like I already said, Atleti's form has been pretty decent in La Liga recently. Um, and um, Liverpool with the loss. Going to have to see how their next Premier League game goes before I can say anything on that. So probably next next uh, episode, or next weekend when I make an episode, I'll probably touch upon that again. <clears throat> next, BVB PSG. It's anybody's game. I think that's going to be P- uh, BVB's game. If, if BVB can score before PSG does in Paris, I think it's BVB's game. But it, that, that one's all, all open for anybody. It's it's just gonna be a competitive one in Paris. Um next Spurs Leipzig. Leipzig just outclassed them in um in England and um I mean it's gotta be Leipzig. It's it's gotta be Leipzig. Leipzig are gonna win with the away goal. I mean they had so many chances and then they took the penalty and scored finally. But I mean, if if they just had more clinical finishing on the day, it could have easily been five or six nil, which is the case in a lot of soccer games. But football matches, whichever one you want to say, I don't really care. I'm American. I'm used to seeing soccer. It should be called football, but I'm used to seeing soccer because whenever I say football, they think I'm saying the game where it has nothing to do with your foot and the ball isn't in the shape of a ball. But I won't go into that much because it's not about American football, but I don't even know how I got to this. Anyways, moving on straight on, Bayern versus Chelsea, this is all Bayern's, I mean, come on, 3-0 in London, that's just unacceptable for Chelsea, 
they're gonna get smashed again in Munich if Bayern plays a, a like a tenth of what they played at Chelsea because could have been even more. Like I said with the Leipzig and Spurs game, and um, yeah, that one just has Bayern written all over it. Next, Barca Napoli. I think that this one is definitely gonna be Barca's game. Um. Even though they lost El Clasico earlier today, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to say it's it's uh, Barca's game. Um, a one-one draw, Napoli. If it wasn't Napoli, if it was like a stronger team, then I mean you would take that. But even with the away goal, you still have the advantage. I feel like Barca really stepped up and realized after the the um, Mertens goal that they needed to finally start converting a chance, and they did with Griezmann. The Vidal red card. Barca's just an incredible team. And uh, they're going to find someone easy to slot into his spot. And I think that, um, yeah, that one's going to be Barca's game. Moving on to Valencia and Atalanta. I mean, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna say Atalanta. I mean, a 4-1 win at home. That looks pretty convincing. Watch the game. Atalanta was just a better team. Simply, e- even if they didn't, even if they don't have the home crowd behind them, I think that they'll still get the job done over Valencia. Moving on to Leon and Juventus. I mean, Leon got Leon got the win at home. Surprising. Juve just Juve were just off color. Ronaldo was pretty mad about it. But I'm gonna say Juventus. That they're gonna come back. They're just so strong at home, with the um. At the Allianz uh, Stadium, they're just well, with with their fans as well. The Juve Ultras, I think that um everybody backing them in that arena on that day, they're just gonna be too strong for Leon. Man City versus Real Madrid, a two one win in Madrid, pretty good looking, pretty good. Um, no Sergio Ramos for Real Madrid, even though I think that. It wasn't his fault because it was given away in the middle. I mean, he he had to do it just like what Lorente did to Morata in the uh, Spanish Super Cup final. And, I mean, they ended up winning that. So, maybe that could translate into a Real Madrid win now that Ramos did that. But I'm going to say Man City because, I mean, they are going to be good at home. I can't exactly say that. They're, they're going to have a lot of fans behind them because we know that their attendances aren't great. But I still think the game in Manchester is probably going to be a draw. So I, I think that, um, well, that would get Man City over the line. And I think that I'm missing one more game. And for some reason, it's just not clicking in my head. What, what's the last game? Oh, let's see. Who who was really good in the Champions League group stage that I haven't mentioned anything about yet? Well, let's have a think here. I really can't remember who it was. I mean, for for next for next podcast, I'm gonna have to have Google in front of me because I mean, it would be better if I had all the stats pulled up. Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Um, uh, let's 
see. I've talked about RB Leipzig, Tottenham. I think I've covered all of them. Yeah, I have. Okay, well, that is the end of the podcast today. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to me rant about the beautiful game today. And um, I'll catch up with you guys next episode. Um, Please, um, well, I can't really say comment because you can't do that. I mean, please listen to the full thing. Please listen for episodes to come. You can listen on the Anchor app, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. I'll put the link in the description of the podcast, like the podcast description. And yeah, I'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening.